snails. Micromegas gave a spirited defense. He brought in some women to testify in his favor. The trial lasted 220 years. Finally, the Mufti had the book condemned by jurisconsuls who had not read it, and the author was ordered not to appear in court for 800 years. He was thereby dealt the minor affliction of being banished from a court that consisted of nothing but harassment and pettiness. He wrote an amusing song at the expense of the Mufti, which the latter hardly noticed. And he took to voyaging from planet to planet in order to develop his heart and mind, as the saying goes. Those that travel only by stagecoach or sedan will probably be surprised to learn of the carriage of this vessel, for we, on our little pile of mud, can only conceive of that to which we are accustomed. Our voyager was very familiar with the laws of gravity, and with all the other attractive and repulsive forces. He utilized them so well that, whether with the help of a ray of sunlight or some comet, he jumped from globe to globe like a bird, vaulting itself from branch to branch. He quickly spanned the Milky Way, and I am obliged to report that he never saw, throughout the stars it is made up of, the beautiful Empyrean sky that the vicar Durham boasts of having seen at the other end of his telescope. I do not claim that Mr. Durham has poor eyesight, God forbid, but Micromegas was on sight, which makes him a reliable witness, and I do not want to contradict anyone. Micromegas after having toured around, arrived at the planet Saturn. As accustomed as he was to seeing new things, he could not, upon seeing the smallness of the planet and its inhabitants, stop himself from smiling with the superiority that occasionally escapes the wisest of us. For in the end, Saturn is hardly nine times bigger than Earth, and the citizens of this country are dwarves, no more than a thousand fathoms tall, or somewhere around there. He and his men poked fun at them at first, like Italian musicians laughing at the music of Lully when he comes to France. But, as the Syrian had a good heart, he understood very quickly that a thinking being is not necessarily ridiculous just because he is only 6,000 feet tall. He got to know the Saturnians after their shock wore off. He built a strong friendship with the secretary of the Academy of Saturn, a spirited man who had not invented anything to tell the truth, but who understood the inventions of others very well, and who wrote some passable verses and carried out some complicated calculations. I will report here for the reader's satisfaction a singular conversation that Micromegas had with the secretary one day. Chapter 2. Conversation between the inhabitant of Sirius and that of Saturn. After His Excellency laid himself down to rest, the secretary approached him. You have to admit, said Micromegas, that nature is extremely varied. Yes, said the Saturnian, nature is like a flower bed wherein the flowers... Ugh, said the other, leave off with flower beds. The secretary began again. Nature is like an assembly of blonde and brown-haired girls whose jewels... What am I supposed to do with your brown-haired girls? said the other. Then she is like a gallery of paintings, whose features... Certainly not, said the voyager. I say again, that nature is like nature. Why bother looking for comparisons? To please you, replied the secretary. I do not want to be pleased, answered the voyager. I want to be taught. Tell me how many senses the men of your planet have. We only have seventy-two, said the academic and we always complain about it. Our imagination surpasses our needs. 
We find that with our 72 senses, our ring, our five moons, we are too restricted. And in spite of all our curiosity and the fairly large number of passions that result from our 72 senses, we have plenty of time to get bored. I believe it, said Micromegas. For on our planet we have almost 1,000 senses, and yet we still have a kind of vague feeling, a sort of worry, that warns us that there are even more perfect beings. I have traveled a bit, and I have seen mortals that surpass us, some far superior. But I have not seen any that desire only what they truly need, and who need only what they indulge in. Maybe some day I will happen upon a country that lacks nothing. But so far, no one has given me any word of a place like that. The Saturnian and the Syrian proceeded to wear themselves out in speculating. But after a lot of very ingenious and very dubious reasoning, it was necessary to return to the facts.